now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and across the screen from me is my brown brother. Sid Sriram, what's good? What's happening, everybody? And I'm glad you figured that out. You were telling me you had to figure that out this whole week. It just came off the top of my head. I had an idea earlier in the week, and I don't remember it. Okay. And you know what? I don't care if people are like, oh my god, the pasty white man is calling the Indian brown. Fuck you, he's one of my best friends. See, what, Suck my fucking what, fuck. What color is my skin? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So you just is it call okay for everyone to call me pale, white, white pasty motherfucker? Yes, yeah. it's okay. People say it. It's okay. Well, anyway, listen, we're not. I'm not here to please everybody, so I really don't give a shit. But whatever. Uh, by the way, uh, the, the more time goes on, the less of a fuck I give, Sid. I this dude. I, yeah, I was just saying when I turned when I turned thirty, I adopted that same philosophy. I'm, I'm thirty one <laughs> now, and I'm still still rocking that shit. I was going on a rant the other day to Drake. Uh, he has been on this show before. If you remember, yeah. I'm good. If you don't, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, but Sid knows Jesus. him well. Um, no love for Drake. <laughs> I, was talking, I was talking about, no, just no love for people who don't remember him. Uh, you know, old movies. When I talked about the 2000s and, uh, you know, the future. Mm -hmm. It was flying cars, uh, this, that, third. Jetsons, you had teleportation, all that shit. Yeah. I was going on about how terrible this fucking world is, and I said, it's 2023. Why don't have why don't militaries have mechs like Gundams? Why can't I teleport? Why is there no flying cars? Yeah. The the special future we were all promised is just a bunch of addicts who are depressed and or anxious. That is life. Rant over. I mean, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know that, what that is? That sounds familiar. Blue Carper, aka Brody Lee. Oh yeah, that's right. He can go like this. Yeah, I remember Bray Wyatt. There you go. I remember when Bray Wyatt was the fiend. Like his last WrestleMania match, he did the. Yeah, 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 and it actually sounded like he was about to tear up. So that was fun. By the way, by the way, you like the shirt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it like I always say, it would have been better if it was the pens, but yes, I do. Okay. By the way, I think I have to. This may be another thing, but I actually found a Kroger brand ginger ale the other day, and I've started drinking that now these days. It's a zero sugar one. I, I know, cause I don't know. I thought you liked ginger ale. That's why I thought you'd. you'd appreciate that. I do, but we don't we don't have Kroger's. Oh. Oh, that's right. You have Giant Eagle, right? Yeah, Giant Giant Eagle and Kroger have like some kind of backdoor deal oh. where Giant Eagle's like you can't come into Pittsburgh. We don't lack your can around here. <laughs> no, no, but like they have they have the same union or something. So like Oh, okay. It's Interesting. A, they have like a Territorial deal type that's thing. So weird. I don't know. That's weird. That's crazy. Yeah, I just, I just wish Kroger would Louisiana purchase those bitches. Yeah, I mean, you can, you... I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. That's that's a history reference that I don't even understand right now. Yeah, I, I just that know that I was taught it in fifth grade or something. Yeah, armbar history coming soon. We're gonna talk about history. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already I the mean, history of the armbar. Yeah, history, armbar <laughs> history. Armbar. We got, we got, we got, we can, we can offshoot this armbar comics, armbar history, armbar politics, armbar everything, man. That's what we're gonna do. Oh, don't, don't get me into politics because no, no, let's not do that. Half the no, people hate me, half the people love me. The ones that hate me, uh, uh, what's what's the lyrics? Ja Rule. Half you all hate me, the other half love me. The ones that hate me. Only hate me because they can't fuck me, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, that's probably why you said you can't fuck Tim, man. Don't be jealous. You can't fuck Tim. I'm. A <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I saw a post on Twitter the other day that said, "Describe your love me." Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, me too. Just save some for me, you know. Anyway, but um, uh, no, I remember one time I saw a post on Twitter. It said, um, "Describe your political views in three using three words." I literally wrote, "Who fucking cares?" That's my political views. And that's the truth because here's the thing: everybody lives in their own echo chambers. No one wants to work together to make things better. Yeah. They all just want to stay divided. So fuck it. Yeah. In the words anyway, of... Anyway, my favorite way to escape reality, Sid, is to watch wrestling. Wow. I thought it was something else, but okay. That's good. Wrestling's good, too. <laughs> That's only when I'm lonely. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, you watch, so you watch, uh, you watch uh, uh, Letterkenny when you're lonely? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Arrested Development, all that, all that shit, all that, all the Canadian comedies. All right, anyway, I want to. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't watch that shit. Part four. I don't... Yeah, because you're lame. Oh fuck you too. <laughs> you would love all that shit. Like I don't know why. Really? Why you have? So yeah, I think you just you know you heard me and John and Drake yeah. talk about it. And you're like, oh, I'm the man on the outside, so I'm just gonna stay the man on the outside. Fuck these guys. Fuck these honkies. I never said I just yeah, I never said that. You said that. So that's on you. Yeah, but I see your face. <laughs> the whole world can see your face <laughs> Any fucking way. Yeah. Uh yeah. What are we talking about first? New Japan? Yeah, let's talk about New Japan. I'll let you talk. I'm gonna crack open my ginger ale and uh I'll let you run your mouth a little bit. You got bit. the blocks up? You got the blocks up and all that? Oh, hold on. Let me pull it up on my phone. No, I mean on the screen. Do you have it on the screen? No, I don't have it on the screen. I just have like our match <laughs> graphic. <laughs> Wonderful. Anyways, uh, fuck. <laughs> A block. Sonata is undefeated. He has to go through Gabe Kid and Chase Owens. He will beat Gabe Kid. He will. Probably beat Chase Owens and go undefeated, but Gato's a prick, so it's really possible Chase Owens beats him. Um, just because Chase has had some weird upset wins over people who mattered in G1s before, but I really don't like that because then Chase Owens would get a title match, so maybe they draw, or maybe Snoda just goes undefeated. Um, yeah. to get into the second spot. I talked about this with our friend Addison last night. Um, I figured out that Kiyomiya goes in because there's going to be draws and losses all over the bottom of the board. I don't see Hikaleo beating Kiyomiya. Uh, with Shota, I think he either draws or loses. Um, Shota is probably going to draw with Suji. Um, so it, there's a lot. Everybody, like the three Musketeers and Gabe Kid, uh, Chase Owens, there's a lot of guys, even Hikaleo, there's a lot of guys gunning for that second position. I still think Kiyomiya gets in on second. So mm -hmm. that would change my bracket. Because back when they started, we did the brackets. And yeah. in second place for A, I had Suji. But I have to change that to Kiyomiya. Speaking of, Sonata wrestled Kaito Kiyomiya. Okay. Two students of the great Muda. Fantastic match. In this G1, there's a 20-minute time limit, which is new. And hmm. okay. Sonata beat him with two seconds left, meaning he pinned him at the five-second mark. Jesus. Fantastic match. So Sonata is fantastic. The Japanese fans love him. Um, American fans... <clears throat> should are, love him. <laughs> I think a lot like him, but they, they're, they're not completely sold yet. But... What, what does he have to do to sell you? I mean, he, he's got the look, he's got the moves, he's talking. 
for once. I don't know. I mean, you saw a glimpse of it at Forbidden Door of what he can do. Uh, I mean, albeit Jungle Boy, whatever. Not that it was a bad match, but still, like you had got a glimpse of what he could do. So, if you want to see more, you can watch G One. But okay, quick question. So. You said the 20 minute time limit is new to G1. What was usually the time limit, or what would they usually do? Or did they even have time know. limits? That's what went on forever. No, they did because there was draws possible. Okay. Um, but it wasn't. It wasn't as short. It wasn't as short. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you're you're looking at A block right now. Uh, let me look at. Let me look. I was just so mesmerized with uh, you talking, so I just forgot to do. All that. right, then I'll continue to talk. Fuck. Yeah, keep continue. Keep keep talking. I'm just gonna while well, I pull so, that shit up. B block, <clears throat> Okada, and Osprey are in the lead with Tai Chi right behind them. To get okay, Tai Chi as so, I had Tai Chi as the winner of B block. Most likely going to be Okada. I think that Osprey will lose to El Fantasmo on the last night, and that would place Tai Chi in second spot. Now, let's go to C. C block. We got Tomatonga, David Finley, and Evil all at the top spot. Tomatonga has beat Finley. Finley has beat Evil. Evil has beaten Tomatonga. So right there, <clears throat> you know, it's going to come down to tiebreakers and bullshit. Mm -hmm. So I imagine the winner of C Block would be not Shingo Takagi, but Finley. Yeah. It's okay, Tim. You can cry. Okay. And the second place of C will probably be fucking evil. Because they really want <clears throat> they're really pushing Bullet Club House of Torture uh bullshit. Like everyone thought after the Evil and Finley match, Finley was going to or Evil was going to defect. And Nothing has happened, and it's really—it was a sub—it was the worst night of the G1, and it was a subpar match, and everything that came out of it didn't fucking matter. So if we go to D block, D block, D block, <laughs> Jeff Block <laughs> is leading D with block. eight, and he has yet to face Shane Haste, who is at. Four points. Yano, who is at four points. And Goto, who is at, you guessed it, four points. So that's so, still anyone's game. Jeff Cobb is going to win probably all those matches except Yano, if any. So that would leave him with. Uh, Four points. Twelve. Twelve points. Second place is Zack Sabre Jr. He has to face stablemate Shane Haste. Wins that. Goes to eight points. Naito. Uh, draw. Goes to nine points. Or maybe he loses. I don't know. Goto wins that. So he's definitely getting ten points. I don't know if he gets more than that. Naito is at four points. He has to play face Coglin. He'll go to six. Saber. I don't know. And Tanahashi. I think he beats Tanahashi, so he'll go to eight. Mm. It all depends. Whoever gets in second will either be Zach or Naito, and it'll all depend on <clears throat> each one beating each other. So the winner of D block is not Naito, it's Cobb. I'm changing this on the fly. And the second place, I'm still going to go... I'm going to go with Naito. Uh, just because I'm hopeful. So then, my bracket would be Sonata vs. Evil. Then Okada vs. Naito. 
Finley versus Tai Chi, Bob versus Kiyomi. Nice. I would have Cobb, then Finley, then Naito, then Sonata, then I would have Naito, and let's see, Naito lost to Cobb in the G1, so I would have Cobb, uh, he'll probably make Fenley win, and then Naito beats Fenley. I don't know, but uh, the G1 is so hard to predict every year, Yeah, and because that's what, Gata. And I guess that's what makes it so uh, interesting, isn't it? It's exciting. It's it, exciting. It is. And honestly, it makes it so exciting. Um, in the past, for the past however many years, you know, I've kept my eyes on it. I've watched, I've went to cage match and watched like the best matches of each night. But this year, I've honestly uh, kept up pretty good. Um, I'm very, I'm very impressed by A Block, like. The three Musketeers and Gabe Kid and Kiyomiya are really showing out. I like Gabe Kid a lot. I like Ren Narito a lot. Suji ran his mouth the most, and he's paying for it now, which is hilarious to me. Um, Shota Umino is a star. Um, B Block has been really interesting because a guy that I really don't care much for uh, Yoshihashi is once again getting me excited for his matches. I don't know what it is, but G1, when the G1 comes around, the Yoshihashi character and story just gets good. And then <clears throat> afterwards, he goes back to being tag team guy. Um, Kenta versus Osprey was fantastic because Kenta wrestled like he was 10 years younger. Uh, it was like he was back in Noah. Um, you know, um, Tom have been doing all right. Fanta it's been nice to see Phantasmos change. Uh, D Block, yeah, you know, Jeff Cobb. Uh, who would have, <clears throat> who would have thought Jeff Cobb would be leading the block right now? But it, I mean, like, it's not hard to think, but, um, it just goes to show that there is a big youth movement in New Japan right now. I, and C-Block as well. I mean, David Finley uh, finding his new role as Bullet Club leader. Uh, Mikey Nichols, um, a guy that <clears throat> doesn't have the most charisma. It doesn't look flashy. Yeah, Has been a veteran. Uh, is really showing out in a block where you know you got to be an ass kicker to be in this block um mm -hmm. and uh eddie kingston's matches have been great except the one with evil because it was an evil match i don't care what anyone says house of <laughs> torture still sucks evil matches are still unwatchable i don't give a fuck if i wanted to watch that kind of garbage i would watch wwe it's a WWE act. Hey, oh! I, I, I don't want it in New Japan. Win, 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 win! Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have done it like uh. You should have done it like everyone. What? Sid has nothing to say because Sid didn't watch anything. Because Sid's a busy guy, and I made him watch something else. <laughs> he did. Now, before I get into that, you should have said it like this. You should have said it like how Devitt said it in the conference. You should have been like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was, that was the, that's the, you know what? That's the Devitt I want back in, in, I don't get, they have to do some version of it in WWE. I mean, the Judgment Day stuff is cool, but I don't know. Yeah, but he's kind of saying shit like that against Rollins. I think. That's Rollins, that's, Rollins, whatever you want me to say. You guys always made fun of me. 
That's that's. I mean, it's you just. You want me to say Rawl? Is it Rawl? It is Rollins, but say it however the fuck you want. Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure Seth doesn't watch this, and he's not gonna get mad. So say it however you what want. What if I just call him Colby Lopez? Can I just do that? Yeah, or Tyler Black if you want to call him that. Fuck that! I like the Colby Lopez because it sounds hysterical. Imagine if he did come to AEW and he went by that name. That would be interesting. <laughs> well, it just—it sounds so weird because Lopez is so uh, Latin, and then Colby. Colby. Like, oh my god! What? Like that? That? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he got it. He got. I know he got his name from Henry Rollins, and he kind of looks like him. I was like, oh, that, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, a little that bit. That is, a little you bit. obviously don't know who he is. Do you even know who Henry Rollins is? Uh, I saw him on Hot Ones once, and he looks nothing like him. Yeah, he, he, he like reminds him. me. He reminds me of him. He doesn't look like him, but he just reminds me of him. A little bit. No. No. I don't know. You're I, way you're way off. You you you're I'm sorry everyone. Sid took two tabs of L S D before we started this. Yeah. No, it's the it's the it's, it's, it's the it's the ginger ale. It's the ginger ale. Something's in the ginger ale. Anyway, uh guess what I did this week for once? I actually watched Impact. This is the, the these two motherfuckers These two motherfuckers Always would shit on me. Oh, Sid doesn't like Impact because he's a WWE mark. Even though I haven't watched WWE in year, in like three years. No, probably more than it's that. It's a good show that runs in Texas every so often. Why don't you watch it? That's what. That was the point. I mean, it's weird. I can watch whatever. I can watch AEW. I could watch ROH. I could even watch New Japan. But for some reason, oh, you don't watch Impact. Like, bitch, what? I'm watching all this shit. I'm watching all this shit, and you can't. That's not. That's not enough for you. Anyway, it's never enough. Yeah. Nothing's enough. I will never be satiated. Yeah, I mean, we all know how you would be satiated, but I don't want to say it here. Anyway, um, yeah. So Impact. Uh, yeah, I watched it. I I did enjoy it. It was a good show. I thought. I I did feel like there was a lot of like, in the beginning, there was a lot of like comical shit going on. Um, I love Dirty Dango, man. I, I, like Fandango coming into Impact he, as a heel with uh, John E. Bravo as his security guard. That shit was funny. It really did remind me of like the Fashion Police segments that they used to do in NXT and in WWE and SmackDown. Both him and Tyler Breeze. I really want I Tyler was, like really serious. Yeah, he was. And that's what I like about it. I know? liked it. Yeah, it was like really serious and. Like, and that's the great thing about uh, Fandango, or, well, Dirty Dango now, and, you know, I just always loved it. Like, I love that he, his character is that he takes himself too seriously. That's what I love about it. I kind of really hope that Tyler Breeze get fucks off and comes over to Impact and joins up with his bro, and they do some version of, like, the fashion police, with, like, what they used to do. I was half expecting when... You know, when they showed the whole clip of the Johnny Bravo revealing himself, I half expected that to be Tyler Breeze. I really did. That would have been amazing. But it is what it is. It would have. It would have been cool. Um, I did like the loser leaves ma- loser leaves town match between Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. That was that was fun. That was a fun match. Uh, <laughs> it's just good stuff all around. Like I, I wish I wish you would have would see more would have seen more of them before you saw this match because it would have made it would have been even funnier that because the johnny swinger is just <coughs> insane and hilarious and, but yeah continue my my friend yeah uh, yeah ziki Di- johnny swinger won so ziki dice is leaves uh leaving impact so we'll see where he goes from there I don't know. Maybe. And I think it got. I I think what they said was that Swinger gets a title shot now. That's because he finally got a win. That's interesting. 
I don't know. Which is hysterical. It is hysterical because like you got all kinds of you got like everybody in their mom in the title picture now it seems. You know, it looks pretty pretty stacked. I don't like that. It looks pretty stacked, I'll give you that. You know, all people all kinds of people. Freaking Leo Rush is in there, who's by the way the X Division champion. He tried to exercise option C, but He wants to. He wants to exercise option C, but Kushida has that giant X saying no i want your title i don't want to i want to face you for the title that that would be an amazing that's going to be a great match i'm actually looking forward to that i really wish they did it in nxt but nope but whatever yeah well um, multiverse of matches we're getting uh Hiromu and mike bailey against leo rush and trey miguel that's gonna that be, would be good that should be interesting that's good. good yeah uh, mike bailey had a match today against uh uh zachary wentz today. No, this, this this past week uh, against Zachary <laughs> Wentz. It's the ginger ale. It's the ginger ale, man. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. I loved that match. It, you know, I have liked Mike Bailey. By the way, he liked one of my tweets in case I... Oh, I think I mentioned it, but that was awesome. And that's not the only reason yeah, I like Mike Bailey. That's not the only reason that I liked it, though, okay? It was actually a damn good match. and uh, And I have watched Mike Bailey before. But, you know, this was really cool seeing him on, like, some semblance of national television. Uh, another one, I, another person that really impressed me, Masha Slamovich. Dude, she is fucking awesome. I, I love her. I've been her. telling you that for over a year. Okay, can, that, can you at least just let me say that it's awesome and not vilify me for my past decisions, please? Like, can that happen for, like, five seconds? Jesus Christ. This month, he's finally just... You know, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, but no, I think she's she's amazing. I, I like I like her very much. And the uh, MK Ultra is a really interesting tag team, and they are the current women's tag champions. So that was cool. Although she lost to Giselle Shaw, but whatever. Um, I still think like just Marshall Samovich. Yeah. That's the up Giselle and Savannah going against Kelly and and uh, and Masha. So I'll take I'll take the goofy loss. Yeah. Even though the match was very good. Yeah, and then the the shitty, you know, uh, the go, the heel person on the gets get distracts the ref and roll up pin. I, I didn't care for that that much, but whatever. I mean, yeah, the match was great, but. Yeah, finish could have been a little better. I don't even care that Giselle Shaw won. I just wish it was a little bit cleaner. But hey, no biggie. Um, but yeah, that's something that I, I liked. Uh, of course, they did have. They kind of. I feel like they they hyped up the main event as Nick Aldis versus Eric Young and Eric Young's first singles match back. Uh, I'll tell you this, Nick Aldis. With every any Nick Aldis match I've seen, there's always some sort of he's one of the greatest in-ring storytellers I've seen. That's just my opinion. Like whether he was doing that match with Cody Rhodes uh, for the NWA title, uh, whatever matches I've seen of him in NWA as well, NWA Power when they were actually good, um, and even now here, like he's always been able to tell the story in the ring. Which is something that I can always appreciate about somebody, and that's something, especially Nick Aldis and uh, and Eric Young. I mean, hey, I mean, he looks happy. He looks like he's he looks at, like at home. He, he's home, you know, and like it's like it's like he never left. And that's just that well, was awesome. But he uh, he got a very warm welcome from his former stablemates, Diener and Khan. Oh yeah, they whooped the his end. ass to end the show. So that's the. <clears throat> That's the feud going forward, so we'll see what happens as the weeks progress. So, but the biggest thing that you told me that you thought from Impact was a storyline between uh, good guys and bad guys. Yeah, uh, so we had uh, Leo Rush being approached by... uh, I kept wanting to say Bubba Ray, but it Bully Ray, <laughs> and uh, you could be like Santino Marella and say Bobby Ray, which yeah. the first time he said that, I almost pissed my, my pants. Bobby Ray, yeah, that would have been funny, <laughs> but no, 
because Bully Ray takes himself so seriously. Yes. Like, you watch here, Bobby Ray. And that's just like <laughs> done. Yeah, I'm done. That's that's awesome. And yeah, by the way, Santino Morella. Who who the who the thunk in you would see Santino Morella wrestling in 2023? Like I know he's doing more admin stuff, but he's also wrestling. So that's pretty crazy because like. I saw like a while back there was like some documentary that WWE did where they said that something had calcified in his neck and that forced him to retire. And he actually had a wrestling school. He has has a wrestling school. So I mean, yeah, yeah, Gorilla Brothers. Uh, yeah, or Santino Brothers. I don't. know. Yeah, I mean, so he's good, man. He's he's good. Anyway, you know who graduated from there? Who? Brody King. Damn. Nice. I did not know that. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that one was there. Uh, they basically, yeah, so because Bully Ray and Moose and Brian Myers are having some sort of alliance and they're trying to recruit Leo Rush. Uh, then we had the tag match between the Time Splitters and the aforementioned tag team of uh, Brian Myers and Moose or Deuce or Douche or whatever you want to do. Um, that was it was a decent match but of course the story came with you know leo rush aligning himself with the bad guys which i don't know i've always wanted to see leo rush kind of more of a tweener i've never seen that from him i've either seen him as a full-fledged face or a, well no i've seen him as a full-fledged heel or a really douchey baby face which well, yeah let me ask you a question. Okay. okay if you are five foot nothing mm-hmm uh, That's what I am. I'm five foot nothing. Hundred, hundred and eighty pounds soaking wet, and you got Bully Ray, Moose, and Brian Myers saying, "If you're not with us, you're against us." What do you do? <laughs> Fair. I mean, I am kind of close to that. I'm five foot seven, and I'm 190. So, that, I guess, I guess maybe. Or I just figure out. I mean, I, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing how big he is. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But, no, I, I see your point, but I don't know. I, it would have been interesting to see that. But then again, he does want Alex Shelley's title, so I, I can also see why he would have done that. And then um, I forgot who came out to save Shelley and Kushida, but that was that was cool too, so it looks like we're getting a... Shelley, Kushida, and Sabin are time machine, and Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander came back at oh, yeah, anniversary yeah, yeah, yeah. and wants the title back. Shelly wants to face Alexander to prove these and that he, he can be the actual champion. Then enter uh, Leo Rush, who says, I can exercise option C. Kushida says, I have I won the Ultimate X match, and I want the match with you for that title, so do not do it. And Chris Sabin comes back and basically says he wants his X Division title back. Where Bully Ray, Moose, and Brian Myers are in this story... I don't want. I haven't watched Impact Weekly in a while. Sid, this is your first time, so what? I don't know. But Bully Ray is always uh, the main antagonist, or tries to be. So I'm sure, you know, he he's just an asshole. Um, speaking of Bully Ray being an asshole, um, he recently told some outlet that. If AEW wants to do a million views, they should bring in himself or Tommy Dreamer to face Jack Perry. Uh, okay. uh, because on AEW Dynamite, oh, yeah, yeah. we saw we saw Jack Perry come out uh, with an I beat hook shirt on, basically wearing exactly what um, Taz or Hook would wear. Um, and saying that no one gave a shit about the FTW title and, and but they're going to now that he has it and it was made in a shitty company for shitty people like you and he even addressed Taz yeah. and Jerry Lynn came down and and basically I don't know if they're fighting next week or what but Bully Ray was basically saying like if you have that match in Philly or New York or whatever and you don't have Jerry Lynn do it or you build up to it, like let's say Jungle Boy 
or Jack Perry beats Jerry Lynn, you have, and he actually said Dreamer would be the best choice because Dreamer was the best man at Taz's wedding, and they're like actual, like really, really close. And Tommy Dreamer has always been called the heart and soul of ECW. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> um, I mean, shit. I think that's right. actually a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. I'd love to see that, actually. Now. But, well, not love it, but that would be fine, you know? Yeah. Um, Jack Perry. Uh, so, the age of social media has, has given us constant criticism. Uh, people, are get, uh, p- people are constantly criticizing. Yeah. Jack Perry is <laughs> wrestled on the indies for, like, three years max maybe i think and then got on national television um and everyone wants to critique this heel persona that has only existed for about uh two months and a half something like that yeah um and they're like well you it feels forced and blah 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 man why don't you allow the story to go on why don't you allow this young man to develop you know AEW doesn't have a performance center uh they don't they're not the juggernaut that wwe is yet Uh, it's just it's yet it's just ridiculous to me how a lot of fans just automatically shit on things and speaking of automatically shitting on things um wednesday night i watched some of AEW, but I watched the whole episode yesterday, the things that I missed. Now, of course, I wake up on Thursday, I check X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's still Twitter on Ty the phone. Ty is made a post about how everyone was talking bad about her, you know, body shaming her, saying she was not good anymore. Yeah, this she looks like a man. And I see all this stuff about the Brit and Taya match. So I, I go and I watch the match. Okay, the road, the first road to Valhalla was botched. And Taya made up for it by mounting Brit and raining down MMA strikes. I thought, good. Then she kind of did a weak looking lariat. But the match itself. Other than those two spots, the match itself was good. And, like, there's... <clears throat> After the match, the cameraman cut to a sign in the crowd that said, Book the women's division better. <laughs> then we had uh, Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame, Lufisto, say that it might not be booking. It might be backstage politics. It might be women getting in women's way and this and that. Then we had Sheeta beat Nyla Rose on Rampage, and she will be facing Tony Storm for the title on Dynamite. Good. Sid. What do you think about the women's division in AEW? Right now, the women's division, I feel like they have a lot more bodies there than when they first started, but I feel like it still feels, for me, and this is me, still feels a little bit paper thin to me. It doesn't feel as stacked, like the women's title picture should be stacked, you know? Like everybody should be wanting the AEW women's title or the TBS title just doesn't for me I don't I don't see that from any of these women they're just happy to be there except for the champions who actually want to fucking you know be the you know have the championships but that's just how I feel AEW Dynamite is a two hour show right WWE Smackdown is a two hour show I'm looking at even their a division SmackDown review from last night. I'm going to mention every time a woman 
had a match or had a major feature? Let's see. Bianca Belair is ready to win her title back, but Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville interrupt to make fun of her for not having a title anymore. Okay. Hit Row comes out and mocks fans. That has... Uh, Brandy something. That, uh, something like that. Not, not Brandy Rhodes. Uh, the other, other, some other chick named Brandy. Or, or B. B something or something. B Fab. B Fab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B Fab. Then we have Bianca Belair and Charlotte versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. This was given 10 minutes and 25 seconds. EO Sky asks Bailey why she left so fast last week. Bailey says something about wanting to leave quickly before finding a note from Shotzi in her bag. They rush to leave, but Asuka comes in and promises to retain at SummerSlam. So, okay. You got the Bianca stuff, you got the Chelsea Green stuff, you got the EO Sky and Bailey stuff, with Shotzi and Asuka, you got Charlotte somewhere in there. Um, so right there, you already have like five or six women who are being featured prominently on a two-hour show. If you look at Dynamite this past week, you had Anna J and Tay Mello, uh, as part of the JAS, as a yeah. part of the whole crew, say something to Jericho. You had the match between Ty and Britt, and nothing else. Nothing else. <clears throat> you have Tony Storm, Soraya, and Ruby watching Sheeta and Nyla Rose. Other than that, nothing yeah. on Rampage, which is an hour. So, your three hours with women meant less than two hours for WWE's. People are saying it's not booking, it's the wrestlers, they're saying this, saying that. Bull fucking shit. Tony Khan gives women their most opportunities formerly on the dark shows and now ROH. on ROH. Yeah, because the ROH women's division looks about, good. You get about two or three matches a week that are women's matches on there. Um, and they're always building something. Yeah, I, I and they're always think, good. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if Tony Khan uh, doesn't see money in it right now over the other things that he's pushing. I don't know if it's backstage politics. I don't know if it's just t Tony Khan doesn't know how to book a women's a women's division with the time that he has. But you have you have five hours. You have five hours of television time now. Yeah, including Collision. Speaking of Collision, have we even seen women on Collision yet? I don't think so. I don't think except so on either. the except on the the beginning intro thing. <laughs> I, I I I mean, I mean apparently Thunder Rosa is supposed to be a prominent. You know they're going to build like a division around her, but I haven't heard anything. I mean, didn't they have an Owen Hart match there? Big deal. Yeah. Like it. it yeah, like there's, in my opinion. It's not the wrestlers because, um, you know, Anna J, Julia Hart, uh, let's see, Red Velvet, um, Jade Cargill, um, who else can I say as an AEW original? Those, those, those girls, but Willow, those oh. girls all are promising. They could be something. Um, then you have Chris Statlander, who made her name on the Indies, and if she remains uninjured, is great. Marina Shafir has a very bright future if they do the right things. Um, the talent is there. The outcasts could be way more than what they are. Yeah. Um, and if Soraya can't wrestle anymore, please just tell us that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really don't understand what's going on uh, there. But 
I I hate to wake up to see um, keyboard warriors just saying the worst things about people and Ty Valkyrie didn't deserve that and if you actually re-watch the match and you you go past those two spots mm-hmm. it was a it was a good match yeah um so in my opinion tony khan needs to do better with the women i don't think it's the women's fault yeah what do you think about this blackpool combat club best friends kind of bullshit uh, best friends and, and and death triangle. Because here's the thing. Here's what I don't understand. We watched um, Death Before Dishonor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you had Claudio against Pac because Pac left the match at Blood and Guts. Claudio afterwards they beat down Pac. Lucha Brothers come out. Best friends come out. Then Orange Cassidy comes out. Okay. Uh, Orange Cassidy gets beat down by Moxley at the beginning of Dynamite. Pac has a match with Gravity, which, by the way... was good. That was awesome. It was good, but I could have dealt... We all know that Neville was the man of Gravity for God. And one mention from commentary is fine. In the beginning where Pac was saying, like, look at me. Like, don't you remember who I am? That's funny. But, like, they ran that shit into the ground the entire match. Yeah, he kept on saying, forget me not, forget me not. I actually have dual thoughts on that. I think it should be a gimmick going forward. If it's not a gimmick going forward and he's only saying that because the guy's name is Gravity, it's lame as fuck. But if it becomes a, a little part of his gimmick going forward... I'm with it. Yeah. Um, but the perplexing thing to me is you have the main event match and then you have Orange Cassidy come down mm-hmm. and you have like every member of BCC, every member of, of, best, of friends. Uh, best Friends. And Death Triangle. But yeah. no. No Death Triangle? No. Yeah. No Pac. Pac didn't come out and, and that was confusing to me. I didn't understand that. And is John Moxley gonna go after the international title? Like, I, okay, I wouldn't mind that, but why? I mean, why am I saying that? No, why would he even want to do that? You know, I don't know, but he cut a promo that was like, uh, Clint Eastwood want to be denim wearing ass gonna attack my friends before while I'm not even in the building which was a reference to death before dishonor yeah so he comes out after orange Cassidy and AR I mean I guess I mean I guess I could see that the last thing the last I think the last image we got on dynamite was OC spearing spearing Moxley into the barricade but Moxley putting on a guillotine and just like you know, it, it looks like they're pushing forward a feud. Like, I don't mind it. Um, it's just kind of feels like out of left field, so so to speak. Um, I guess in a way, you know, Moxley can be like, oh, you attacked my friend, so I'm going to take your international title from you because, you know, that's the biggest fuck you to Orange Cassidy, I guess, at this point. Which, I, I can, I see that, but also, like I said, why? You know, John Moxley's know, a former but... AEW world champion. I would not mind seeing him versus uh, MJF again at some point. That's where he personally should be. Speaking of MJF, speaking of MJF, the segment between... That was a great promo between Adam Cole and uh, Max, and I love that Roderick Strong is like trying to be like the good friend, trying to be the voice of reason, but Cole is like just blinded by the allure, the allure of the devil, you know, selling his soul to yeah. the, he sold his soul to the devil, 
He sold his soul to the goddamn devil. Hold on, hold on. Now, I know you're Hindu, you're not Christian or Jewish. Right. The devil is the greatest trickster. He's uh, uh yes. and I like to That I, I know remember that I know. MJF not wanting to wrestle Adam Cole twice. And Adam Cole got him to do what he wanted to by tricking him, by getting everyone to call him a coward. As smart and conniving and clever as MJF is, I think Adam Cole is just a little bit more. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be MJF turning on Cole. It's going to be vice versa. Honestly, I don't think we, I don't think we see it yet. No. I think Adam Cole and MJF are winning the titles tonight. And another reason why I think that, number one, uh, they're getting great praise, and people don't want it to end. Second off, on Rampage, they had a tag team battle royal for whoever wins this match and is the champions to go against. And it was Brian Cage and Big Bill. And who has history with Brian Cage and Big Bill? MJF and Adam Cole. Um, but I do want to mention that MJF doing the impersonation of Dax and then saying, I'm going to smack you so hard that you're going to have no choice but to spit out CM Punk's jockstrap. That was great. Now look, I'm wearing this. Yeah. But I, I, hilarious. I loved it. Um, speaking of, I think we talked everything we need to talk about on dynamite yeah um let's let's bring it down to tonight's aw collision oh what do about uh, you want to do roh first or you don't want to talk about well ROH? i mean you go ahead i didn't yeah. watch i've really roh is has been every time i watch roh i am impressed and Tim, I have a confession to make. I think, because Dynamite was like my primary wrestling uh, that I watch pretty much every week, I think it's going to become ROH very soon. If they keep going this way... What? Go ahead. If they keep going this way, I'm going to have to slowly transition from an AEW to an ROH guy. Because all they are just, I feel it's a lot more focused. It's a lot more streamlined. I feel like that you know everything is just kind of going like clockwork. Um, there's no there's no fucking around. It's it's this is a good solid show, and it's like like because AEW these days like AEW in 29. It reminds me of AEW from 2019. Mixed with NXT black and gold from like the 2016-2018 era. That's what Ring of Honor right now is reminding me of. As far as like the 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 mentality, the mindset of the show. Um, well, that'll that'll give you a boner if anything. I had to. No, no one. No wonder, man. No wonder. Anyway, um, <laughs> love the. Uh, uh, I loved. You know the fact that they're doing a the an eliminator thing for the ROH TV title to see who faces off against Samoa Joe. Speaking of ROH, on the 200th episode of Dynamite or whatever they're calling it, yeah. Not only are we getting Tony Storm versus Sakara Shida for the women's title, we're getting Aussie Open defending the ROH tag team titles against El Hijo del Vikingo and Commander. Commander. Oh, bro. That will. I don't know if you saw my my comment on your post on Twitter, but yeah, that'll give uh, Jim Cornette nightmares, and I'm all here for it. So, <laughs> so yeah. But go ahead. Tell me. Tell me about the uh, ROH. Yeah, ROH. Uh, I love Eliminator. Eliminator for Samoa Joe. Yeah, Eliminator for Samoa Joe. Uh, I believe the the people who won now are uh, Brian Cage, Dalton Castle. Uh, Dalton Castle beat. No, Brian Cage beat some... I forgot who Brian Cage beat, but I know Tony Nese beat Cheeseburger. 
That was, I think, the most, the one that really. World famous CB. Yeah, CB. He beat CB. Uh, he beat Cheeseburger, and it was really cool because he like spun it the way Tony Nice like cut the promo. He like spun it. He's like, yeah, of course you fat people would love to hear the word cheeseburger, <laughs> and because he, he's a. Because for those who don't know, uh, Tony knows this. Tony Nice has said this before, but this is for real. Tony Nice is an actual personal trainer. Like you can legit go and register for a workout program with him if you want i love the fact that he's bringing that into roh into wrestling and instead of like kind of being someone who's like actually wants to like help you get in shape and lose weight or whatever he's making it like super douchey and all about himself and i'm here for it yeah that was yeah, great me yeah. too i love his yeah I did like the fact that we are. Oh, next oh, week. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. I'm gonna bounce around a little bit though. Ryan Cage, Tony Nice, Dalton Castle, and I forgot the other guy. I gotta look that up. But let me. Shane. Shane. Taylor. Yes. Yes, Shane Taylor. My God, how could I have forgotten? I'm so sorry. Yes, Shane Taylor. That. I dude. I kind of. I think i'm going for shane pull it for shane on this one because i want to see shane taylor versus moa joe i want to see that too but dalton castle deserves comeuppance he, he does that match before dishonor yeah and samoa joe stokely hathaway fucked him they did but i don't know man i like samoa joe a lot uh, you know but I, I i love his relationship with stokely hathaway it's it's great it's it's Speaking so good yeah. Twisted Metal just dropped on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, and for those who don't know, uh, uh, Samoa Joe is the is playing the body of Sweet Tooth. That's Samoa Joe. For those who don't know, I, I kind of wish he gave the voice of Sweet Tooth as well, but whatever. I agree. He should have done it. He would have been great, but it's okay. It's okay. But uh, my God, what else was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nothing else. Uh, except the fact that fucking Josh Woods versus Shibata next week for the pure title. That's going to be good. And personally, I feel like the pure division is slowly becoming like my favorite thing about Ring of Honor. Because all the pure matches I've seen, they they none of the pure matches I think have gone longer than like 15 minutes. But here's the thing. They're able to pack so much into that 15 minutes. But it doesn't. You don't feel overwhelmed. You're like enjoying every single minute of it. It's so awesome. I fucking love it. Yeah, so excited. When our before ROH uh, went belly up, and they came back during the pandemic, they brought back the Pure Division, and it was John and I's favorite part of Ring of Honor at the time. And I will say, it's probably my favorite part of Ring of Honor right now. Um, yep. I'm glad that Josh Woods is getting that opportunity because he is an Armbar Audio alumni. And yes, that's right. I remember that. Because he he is a great pure wrestler. I mean, he has he he was a wrestler in college. He was uh, I think he was like he did very well. I I, I can't tell you exactly what he did. My, uh, I, I will think he was that. a champ. Okay, well, now in that case, I mean, now I think we just got to get Shibata now to, for an interview now. I mean, it, it only makes sense. We got Josh Woods. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now we got to get Shibata. Yeah, so... Uh, I would shit myself. I yeah. would literally shit myself. I would be sitting here just... <laughs> Wearing diapers? Back and forth. Yeah, uh, yeah. I get, some, get me some adult depends. I don't know. Yeah. So, tonight, AW Collision. We have Mercedes Martinez versus Kira Hogan. So, they're putting women cool. on the show. Uh, Samoa oh, Joe versus Gravity. Okay. Samoa Joe's going to... Who? Mercedes? Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Sorry. She's been ROH AEW for a long time. It's just like... She, was... she rarely wrestles. She had, that, she had that feud with Serena Deeb. Okay. I don't know. I mean, the last but time I saw her wrestle was was in last year at Final Battle. So, yeah. So it's been a while. Anyway, continue. Samoa Joe versus Gravity. Samoa Joe versus that Gravity. looks good. That sounds good. We'll hear from CM Punk. 
Wonder what he'll have to say. Uh, something, something, straight. something, counterfeit bucks, something, something, fuck Kenny Omega. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. They're trying, they're trying oh, to I'm make just... Ricky Stark. It, it, it feels like they're trying to make Ricky Stark's heel and punk veteran good guy. And it's not going over no. how they want. And I love it. I love it. Make them both tweeners. I don't care. I think I like it when it everything's not just black and white. Um, but um, yeah, the CM Punk Ricky Starks feud I assume will continue with that. We have Vikingo, Action Andretti, and Darius Martin taking on Juice Robinson and the Guns, which Should will be, be very exciting. Uh, Andrade's mask ladder match: Andrade El Idolo versus Buddy Matthews. Andrade gets his mask back because Roosh backs him up with uh, Preston Vance. Yep. Because I, I think Trellistico is in Japan right now with Noah. Um, and hopefully that leads to a trios championship yeah. match. Dude, and I'm LFI take it. Because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Buddy Matthews, Brody King, and Malachi Black are fantastic. They are. You could easily have Brody and Buddy be tag teams or put Brody or have them all three singles. Malachi Black deserves another singles up. I, I agree. In my opinion. His last singles title wasn't that in WWE and wasn't that the NXT championship. Like ever. Probably. Probably. Uh, I mean, I... I mean, his How? run against Cody was good and shit. But yeah, like, it was fine. But and I like and I like the tree. I love the trios titles being on House of Black. Yeah. But I think it's time we start to pivot and give Malachi Black another singles run, maybe even Brody or Dude. put Brody and Buddy in the tag team scene. Dude, I agree. Los Los Faction and Gobernables, the, the trios, trios titles, yeah. Why? At least. Why? Here's why. Deserve something. They deserve something. And and because trios championships are mainly a or originally a Mexican thing. I think J Japan adopted it from Mexico, but I don't know. Okay, don't hold me to that. Right. Um. But I think it, I think it's time. Um, yeah, at the very least. Also, so, last week, last week when we talked, I said something has to change with the acclaim, and you said, "Is it Billy Gunn?" I said, "Hmm, I don't know." And what happened? Billy, Billy Gunn, Gunn left his boots. Put his boots, and I was like, "Okay, good. Let's." The acclaim they're entertaining. They're great wrestlers, but we need you need to keep evolving. You need to keep evolving. Do not yeah. become stale. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they what kept were you the. Say? No, I was just saying. At least uh, I was just going back to the Malachi Black thing. At least give him instead of John Moxley, maybe Malachi Black should be the one feuding with uh, Orange Cassidy for the international title. That would be better, in my humble opinion. So like, yes, if we're, after this we feud, don't. after this feud, like, yeah, honestly, in this case, Cassidy wins, beats Moxley, and then we get Malachi Black versus Orange Cassidy. Well, this, this is confusing to me because, um, <clears throat> since Collision's inception, it's been feeling more and more like there's a brand split. And I believe Malachi Black told Bobby Fish on his show that he requested to be on Collision. Hmm. So, if that's the case, are we... I want to know if this is a brand split or not. And if it's a brand split, you don't have... You have the tag titles there, but obviously... Dynamite guys are facing off with FDR tonight. Um, you have CM Punk with his bag that you know Jay White and Ricky Starks has alluded to. You have Ricky Starks actually holding the 
the Owen title unlike Adam Cole. Yeah. So if this is a brand split, is the Owen going to be a mid card title? I, I don't I don't know. Um but yeah and you have the trios titles. You have the TNT title, the international title, and the world title on the main show. I mean it's weird because and and the women's. So like I don't I want some clear cut answers. You sound kind of like uh, you sound kind of like Joe from Family Guy there. I want some clear cut uh, answers, Peter. I like that guy. Yeah, I, I like, like him the too. guy who voices him. Yeah, he, uh, he was Patrick uh, Warburton. He was on Seinfeld. Yeah, he was on Seinfeld. I yeah, think. Yeah. Unless he's the other guy, I, I don't. Anyway, yeah. Th- uh, yeah. But of course the. Main event will be the AEW Tag Team Championship match, FTR versus Adam Cole and MJF. I am expecting Adam Cole and MJF to win in a fantastic match. Yeah, I, I would say that too. Like, I, I've honestly changed my tone about how I feel about Adam Cole and MJF. I was like, I just want this to end so that we can get the match. But you know what? They're, let, let, as the kids say these days, let them cook, you know? So... Yeah, there you go. Cook King. Cook King. Let him cook. Uh no. I think yeah, I would I would agree, you know, and then they get the tag titles and yeah, and Broderick Strong continues to drive the wedge between Cole and MJF and finally Swerve. Cole Cole said, I fucked you over, bitch. And then <laughs> Cool. Yeah. Speaking of Swerve, um Swerve Strickland, yeah. I imagine I imagine Swerve Darby and Luchasaurus at All In, uh, and I really, 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 you know, if they're not gonna put the TNT title on fucking Swerve, get him out of that feud and put him into the main title picture. This man has yeah. proved athletically on and on the mic, and just his drip, his swag. The guy yeah. is fucking his money, theme. bro. Let's go for real. And his theme it, is a everything. fucking banger. It's an underrated banger, man. If you don't listen, dude, if you don't have that on swear, repeat, I don't know. Swear. Swear. Well, go. Get some I got another lyrics. But. It, when I see him, I every time I look up those head wraps that he wears, it's like a ski mask, but not. Yeah. And I want, I want to buy them. I would look hysterical. <laughs> every time I see him, I, I want to buy them. <laughs> but yeah, push swerve. Um, a lot of good things to look forward to tonight and the upcoming week in wrestling. And of course, next week on Saturday afternoon, you'll hear us talk all about it. That's right. So, wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, night, you have a great one. Peace and love to all of you. Bang! Should I do the Kevin Nash thing like this then? Since you're doing the, uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I fuck with it. All right. Okay. All right. Bye.